Hello, I'm Kristen Perisonotto. And I'm Hannah Ferguson, and we're co-founders of Cheek Media Co. This is the Week with Cheek podcast. Before we start this podcast, I would like to acknowledge that we are on stolen lands of the Yagra and Turrbal people. This was and always will be Aboriginal land. Welcome back to the Weekly Cheek. Welcome. So... In this episode, we're going to talk about choice feminism. This is the second time recording this because... And we never do that. The last time we fucked up real bad. We, like, we, but we didn't think we did. It was on, I haven't listened to it. I've edited, It's fully edited if you want to listen. No. Don't ask for it because you're not getting it. We started fighting about something that was like semi not relevant. Anyway. <laughs> but we never, ever redo it. Like It's really hard to recreate. Yes. And also, I think the point of redoing this is because we're going to go a whole different angle. So it's not like yes. a rep- repetitive sort of thing. Yes. So we are talking about choice feminism. Um, I'm just going to read a definition quickly before we start. The individual choices, well, choice feminism is the... I was going to say, just the individual... (laughs) The individual choices (laughs) of a woman. So choice feminism, it's a school of thought within feminism. It's like a type of feminism um, dictated by this definition. The individual choices of a woman are inherently feminist because she made them herself. Yikers. Big yikers. I would, I wholeheartedly disagree. Same. Cool. End of pod. Done. Goodbye. No nuance pod. (laughs) (laughs) True no nuance pod. We could release a pod every day if we did that. Imagine us just us doing the welcome and then (laughs) defining something and then being like, okay, bye. (laughs) Okay. So first of all, that kind of like infers that all women, women are feminists. Julie Bishop, I mean, to me, hero. (laughs) (laughs) Even the ones who, that that infers that even people. Gina Reinhart. Even (laughs) women who are like, I am not a feminist. Yeah. Are still, every decision they make is feminist. That's absurd. Yeah, absolutely. Where did this come from? I just don't know because it's not very second wave feministy. I actually don't think that it's going for that broad of a view. Mm-hmm. I think the true definition of choice feminism is that people who identify as feminists and make choices and define those choices as feminist are inherently feminists and their acts are, and every act is feminist then. Because they are feminists. Yes. yes. I think that's one of the things that comes back to is one of the nuancey takes that I like recently that you came up with was well, that you came up with that you you said mm-hmm. was you know like for example going to the football is that feminist no it doesn't deter or undermine your feminism it's not a feminist act in itself mm-hmm. but i mean maybe you know depends if i think that if playing football is a feminist act right yeah as a woman mm. but oh god no. i think that's no, a bit no, of a no, stretch we're not going there right okay now. no no i don't can i please i don't think that it's an anti-feminist act but i don't think you are you are doing a feminist act by simply playing football. I think, like, I just think it's like, and I I don't often say this, but I just don't think it's that deep. No. Like, you're just playing footy. I'm like, that's not really. But I think that someone who is actively feminist and playing and playing elite women's sport in male-dominated if sporting yes, cultures Yes, if we're talking about elite women's sport, that's yeah. a different thing. Also, I would highly recommend people follow and listen to the Female Athlete Project. Okay. Big recommend. Okay. Back to it. So... I have a question. So go, you, yeah, go. Well, I think like if you're a feminist, mm-hmm. does everything you do have to be feminist? No. No, we fail every day. Yeah. And also, who are we to determine what feminism is? Who is the judge of that? Yes. Because I think that like, I mean, 
Okay, so if we're feminists, do we have a responsibility to try our best to not do anything anti-feminist? No. We don't. We don't have a responsibility all the time to act in a feminist way all the time. To try our best. We don't have a responsibility who, who do to we try. Owe that? Who do we owe that to? To try our best. To try our best. I don't think I'm trying my best. What? I don't think I'm trying my best. What do you mean? I'm not trying my best. I'm at like 72%. That's pretty high. Yeah. But what, like being at 100, what is that doing as well? <coughs> Obviously, I would like to think that everything I do is feminist, but I actually think that it's not possible to be operating at 100% within a system like this. But so that, that means that you're probably trying your best at 72. No, I'm not. You're not trying your best to be, the, to be a feminist. I don't think I'm trying. I think that I know things that I do are not feminist. But also, whose definition of feminism? Someone else well, would think no, I'm operating own, at 150. Yeah, it's about yourself. Thinking of my own? Okay. I – no, I actually – no, I changed my mind about that. <laughs> it was going to be really fucked up if you'd get really upset. <laughs> oh, it's really funny. Do you want to say – Can, can I say it? it and we don't nuance it? Okay. I'll just leave it. I went out with a man a while ago and um, he's red flag. And at the, at the dinner, he said, do you think you're empowered? And I said, if I was empowered, I wouldn't be here with you. <laughs> <laughs> it didn't go down very well. <laughs> that's fucking hilarious. Yeah, that's all I have to say about that. Okay. But I think there's things that we do that we know are not the best. And we do these things and... Like, I know it's letting myself down and letting the movement down, but I also don't think I always owe the movement something, and I don't always owe myself something. Like, sometimes I owe myself to fuck it up. What? That's weird. I think it's okay to fuck it up. That. Yeah, it's okay, but you don't owe yourself to fuck it up. I think sometimes it's, it's okay to make the mistake because I think I learn more from it. But it's okay to make the mistake, but is it okay to... <sighs> this is getting really complicated. But, like... Obviously, everyone makes mistakes, and it's not like if you make a mistake, it's like you have to hand in your feminist card, obviously. But I just think that there is a difference between like trying your best and like actively doing something that you know, particularly when it affects other women. Yeah. Because when it's like just affecting yourself, like we all do things that are like probably a bit self sabotaging, and we're just like, why the fuck did I do that? And mm. then it's like, oh, because I wanted to, or like I had like this sick like obsession with what would happen or whatever, or like deeper issues. But I think like if you are doing something, if you do something anti-feminist that affects other women on purpose and you're fully aware of it the whole time, I, I think that could undermine one's feminism. Yes. Because it's about, for you is the difference because it's about other, affecting other people? Well, I guess that I, what, uh, there's very few actions that we do in this world that don't affect other people. Yes. So my thing is, is like, what's the damage? I think when it affects more people, I'm much more hesitant to do it. Mm -hmm. So... I, I don't know. It, but also sometimes um, in the, in, I'm not sure if this is that relevant, but in the opposite, like sometimes I do something that's really feminist and I think like, am I setting an impossibly high standard that no one else can meet? For your, for Feminism. others. Yeah. Like sometimes I think we expect things of others that are too high. That is like part of my personality. I know. <laughs> but the question then is, is like, 
Is that always helpful? No, probably not. But it's it's pushing a very specific idea of feminism, but it's also our idea of feminism. And I think we need to be hyper aware that we have a specific idea of what that is. And sometimes we're probably setting standards for people they can't meet or they don't want to meet. And sometimes it's okay to have a different view to ours. Like, I don't want to say that like our way is the way also, but I also think that a lot of what we say, like, I find it hard to argue against us personally, well, but do you get what I'm saying? Yes. And the reason that I don't, water down my take though sometimes they are watered down imagine that <laughs> um is because i feel like the other spaces that have more um not even more nuance in them but are like softer yeah feminism and like um it's okay to just like you yeah. know take a break sometimes i think that those spaces are filled and yes. there are so many people mostly women who are doing that type yeah. of, like making that type of content and when we made cheek i wanted to it to be a place where where it's like well actually not like this this and this is not acceptable yes sometimes and this is like maybe what we should be striving for can i i think i want to use this example because i don't think it goes to personal actions but i think it goes to the differences and the nuance that exists and the in the way infighting occurs mm -hmm. so a couple of years ago when we worked for we volunteered for an organization one of the reasons that we were sort of we, we, one of the reasons we left, I think, was we had a few issues with some of the ideas, the intellectualization of feminism. And one of the ways that came through was we were producing a magazine and the style guide that was we received instructions to implement included that women, the E or A was replaced with an X. Mm. And I, I know that a lot of people, I know a lot of people listening will understand what that means. And the idea of that a couple of years ago was that it's more inclusive to mm. use woman with an X, mm -hmm. women with an X. Mm -hmm at the end and it didn't ever make sense to us because we thought actually that's less inclusive because you're pointing out that it's you know say Different. a trans woman mm. is not a woman because it needs this difference yes whereas you just use women yeah. and that's all women like aren't you just sort of pointing to sort of some exclusivity of the club yeah. if you're changing it and you have to change it and didn't make sense. And mm. I think now since in the last couple of years, it's also, it's come about that that argument has been debunked and people don't want to use Wimixen anymore, as yep. we say, mm -hmm. um, which is probably not an appropriate thing to say, but we say it. Um, <laughs> well, it's just how you, you, otherwise you can't determine, you can, can't like match the uh, yeah. mark the differences verbally. Yes. So we say Wimixen. And at the time I remember thinking like, oh my God, I'm not radical enough. Mm. I remember sitting there and thinking like, I am not enough for this space. Yeah. And I felt really not conservative, but conservative in a sense. Like I was like really questioning myself and my judgment. Mm -hmm. And then when it all sort of came out that I, I guess we were right, um, I felt vindicated, but I also don't necessarily think that what was done was malicious or wrong. Yeah. It was trying to do something in support of feminism, in support of women mm. and in support of gender identity. Yeah. But it probably wasn't the best way to go about it. Mm. And I think probably those not the, well thought out. Yes. And I think the way to think about that is like, Neither of those opinions are necessarily wrong, but what they do is they create some sort of competition for what feminism is and what yep. it looks like. Yeah. That's my point. Agree. When I'm like shouting about some um, thought, I'm not really shouting at people. I'm like shouting at the world generally. I know. That's the other thing. Yeah. It's like, I, like, I'm sorry, but how can we, if, if we're not saying like, why the fuck do we do this and why is this this way, then like, how can we possibly be striving for? Yeah. Because I do believe that we need to put pressure on the institutions and like my theory of change is that why not throw out like this is the this is unacceptable, completely unacceptable and we need to get rid of it mm. because there will be plenty of people, including you, who are like, well, let's like, we can improve it. Yeah. So I just think that like, that's just my, I don't know. That's my approach. Yeah. Um, so 
I don't like for choice feminism. <laughs> yeah, I don't either. Absolutely not. I think it's like we I think it's a get out of jail say, free card. Yes. And I think it's a blockade to the movement. Yes. It also um, undermines the idea that women can be misogynist and can uphold the patriarchy. Absolutely. Because it's saying that everything a woman ever does is feminist because she's made her own choice. And I think I put up a poll recently that said, like, do you think that part of feminism is the ability to critique other women? And mm. it was like 4% said um, no, like they don't think we should be critiquing 4%. other women. It was like a hundred people or something. That's, uh, I mean, it's so small, but it's like, yikes. Yeah, no, but it's like so many people firmly believe that we should not be even critiquing other women. That's ridiculous. It is ridiculous. And that's not equality. No, but it's also not even equity. we're not saying, okay, feminism is critiquing women at the expense of like re- reducing the critique of men. No, no, no. We know who the enemy is. Yeah, exactly. Also, it, like, it ju- I just find a lot of the times with those types of arguments is like, do you think that we can't do both? Yeah. Like, do you well, think that capable? it's like, well, actually, no, I've, I've critiqued four men today. So I'm just like, I'm tapped down. quota. Yeah. But it's also this idea of like, we have to, we have to destroy every man before we start on the women. Yeah. I think that's more the mentality. Yes. And I don't think that works because I think that the people that can be the largest players in this are women. Exactly. So recently I um, did one of my world famous takedowns. <laughs> you cannot say that. <laughs> Not leave it. Keep going. That's a joke. It's your only world-famous <laughs> takedown, and I would say it's domestic, not international, in terms of takedowns. It may be – no, it's not confined to just Queensland, actually. It's with interstate takedown. How about that? So we go – it's like a Queensland, New South Wales. East Coast takedown. East Coast takedown. Okay. I I performed an East Coast takedown. It actually, this is all a joke because it wasn't a takedown, it's actually. Not, it was genuine critique of a really yeah. fucked-up article, in my opinion. And that's, that is the more aggressive than the article I wrote, yes. what I just said. And honestly, that was out of school, what just happened. But it was a joke. Yes, it was a for joke. For the record, if you're listening. That's quite a funny joke. <laughs> <laughs> Very hilarious. I think, like, if you say something really fucked up, it has to be really funny to outweigh it. Yeah, Like, so if true. it's really fucked up and a little bit funny, it's just like, ew. Wow, Jim Jeffries would love that opinion. <laughs> I don't know who that is. Okay, don't Google it. Okay. Anyway. So, Mamma Mia wrote an article um, about the Manly Seven, the Jersey saga. Um, I don't like calling it a saga, but whatever. And it was basically the idea of the article, or the and the headline of the article was um, that this is progress. What we're seeing is progress. And I wrote an article um, basically saying like. No, <laughs> incorrect. Yeah. And it's not It's not up to um, a straight woman who wrote it. It's not up to a straight person to determine what is and isn't progress. And I also, and I didn't specifically write this in the article, but to me it felt a lot like the marriage equality debate, the fact that, um, you know, a lot of people came out of it saying, well, yay, now everyone can get married, how exciting, and ignoring the fact that you just like, dragged the entire lgbtq community through the mud yeah essentially because the um campaigns were like disgusting anyway so i wrote an article again as a bisexual woman um i wrote an article critiquing um particularly a couple of excerpts from the piece and i and also just making a bit of commentary on the issue as a whole and like how damaging it is to the lgbtq community um etc and the reason why I chose that article to critique is because Mamma Mia paints itself not necessarily as a progressive company, but I think that it is perceived as a progressive company. Um, and, you know, 
your definition of progressive can determine that. But because it is also um, very, like its identity is that it's a women's media company. And the author of the article commented on it and was very unhappy with what I had written, um, which obviously she is entitled to, as I am entitled to critique it, and basically said the main, I think, I mean, the main thing that seemed to upset her about my critique was that why would I go for her, a woman who um, describes herself as being an ally to the... And progressive. Yes, and progressive to the LGBTQIA plus community, um, and why would I pick her article to take down when there are all of these men who wrote things that were much more disgusting and hateful? Well, it's because, first of all, I hold women to a high standard. I don't really, that's not necessarily fair. I don't really care. But the thing is, I don't have any um, expectations for, you know, your Sky News, Andrew Bolt, um, any Murdoch publications, news.com.au, a Daily Mail, I don't have any, like, I have the lowest expectations. Also, can I just say, I do go after them a lot with our memes. I yes. will often share and repost their content with, like, and honestly, it's usually just a piss take, like, caption that's just having a go at them and just sort of, honestly, usually to produce something that says look at the inflammatory media our parents and grandparents are consuming yes that's most of the point yeah but to do that constantly is not actually helpful for us because it's not challenging or stimulating argument and not that we're trying to look for an argument but if we're talking about critiquing media we can't just be critiquing right-wing shock jocks yeah that's just too easy to be frank and yes. also they don't care about what we have to say and we're not going to push them mm-hmm. in any direction yeah there is value in critiquing pieces that are closely aligned with your own Yes, And that's not to say it's purposeful and um, unnecessary infighting mm-hmm. because I don't believe that's what this is. Mm. This was genuine critique of a company that's claiming to be furthering the progress of women. Mm. Exactly. And I also think that a lot of the time it is, um, prob- it is more worthy to uh, engage with something that is more like closer to the center politically than it is to – like I would never really bother or shouldn't say never. I would rarely bother with someone like Andrew Bolt because yeah. I'm like – I know, like, it's obvious what he's going to say. No one's going to be surprised what he, well, by what he says. Like, it's just, like, not even, I mean, not even on my fucking radar. And also, the people who are in our circles and in are in cheek circles are not even, are very likely to not have even noticed what he said. Mm. So there is always a balance that we have to um, weigh up between because to, to to critique something that Andrew Bolt has said, we have to highlight something Andrew Bolt has said. And when you're talking about Andrew Bolt, we don't think it's worth it. When we're talking about Pauline Hanson, it is worth it because she's an elected official. Yeah. There's a difference. Anyway, back to it. Um, so anyway, the point is I got um, roused on <laughs> for critiquing her because she is a woman. In my, that is my perception of what happened. I don't, I don't think it's that simple, but I think that that is the takeaway messaging. Yes, exactly. She was very upset that I, like, why would I tear down another woman? But I also think that that just negates the point, which is we, at no point did we name the author. We actually just did a critique of a Mamma Mia article Mm -hmm. and the contents of that article. It wasn't cherry picking. No. It wasn't, it, and, it, and also I think that a lot of the time they go, oh, but that's not the whole contents of the article. That's not really, that's not really necessary. doesn't matter. The headline was quite enough, I'll argue. Yes. Um, and at the end of the day, the point is, I think it is inflammatory and I think it is ignorant to say in a headline, there is progress 
in the mm. Manly Sea Eagles jersey controversy. I think that inherent messaging is problematic. Yeah. And I think that's worthy of critique alone, if mm. not with and in conjunction to the contents of the article. Yes. Um, and I think what you did was actually a really fair and balanced critique. Thank and I you. think that us being disappointed in them is relevant because yes. we are the people that they're marketing their content towards. Mm-hmm. We are their demographic. And it is disappointing to see women who you think are aligned with you write something like that from a perspective that isn't really welcome in that space. I'm not saying, as a straight person who's talking on this, clearly I think I have some sort of opinion to be had on the Seagulls jersey saga. Mm. You might say, why don't you shut the fuck up, Queen? You idiot. You like men only, loser. I'll just edit all of that out. Yeah. (laughs) Censor me. But I think that it's not fair for that person to define progress. It's not my role to define for you what progress looks like in your community, a space that I don't occupy and never will. Exactly. And I think like a lot, so many times that every everything's kind of lumped together it's like oh women and queer people like lumped together and it's like not really like it's not it's just because you're a woman doesn't mean you get to speak on queer issues for example women are not a minority we are an oppressed group we're not a minority where unless you look at a government application form then you are ticking the box of minority special box special box ticking um i just think that like that for me is the perfect example of like it's not like i don't have to just critique the things that like conservative straight men wrote yes in fact i often find that there is more value in critiquing people who are closer to me and i would also just like to say the comment section on that post was horrendous yeah and also the people that came in to defend them were also white women yes and i just think they they, most of them seem appeared to be straight from their content and employed or engaged with so that's something else to be said isn't it (laughs) interesting interesting you like click on the profile it's like mama be right okay okay that's been sent um, in the work group slack yes exactly <laughs> yikes <laughs> um, meanwhile we're like, <laughs> like, like we can't include any of this. so i heard someone on a podcast say which is the guys we fucked podcast um which is like fairly feminist, but sometimes I find them to be problematic. So, so I've never I'm, listened to it. This is not that's so. Not it's a, called Guys We Fucked. Guys We Fucked. Yeah, interesting. Um, it's like about sex. And cool. I mean, I'd be shocked if it's about anything else. <laughs> it's about reviews of meals delivery services. <laughs> um, anyway, so one of the hosts said that often she doesn't want to. Um, they like it's very very popular podcast like lots and lots of listens she said that often she doesn't like to take critiques of um, feminism as a movement or women to a public space because she doesn't want the men to hear in the way that it's like well we don't need we don't we can't have men seeing the cracks because then they'll like latch onto them and Mm. I was like that is an interesting I don't agree with that I don't think I do either because I think that they're they're there to be seen Mm-hmm. And I actually think that it's better to have a productive conversation when we're open and honest and transparent about the fact that feminism is a broader, nuanced thing mm-hmm. and there are acceptable, multiple acceptable forms. Yeah. But I also think that when we present a front and don't critique feminism and don't critique other women, that actually sends a message in my view um, that feminism is not welcoming of men and that it's just a barricade and it's something for a very radical few. Interesting. Because also if it's either all women and we're not critiquing women, I think that's like, well, so it's just women against men. Whereas I think it's, it's 
it's feminist against patriarchy. And I think that's a very important yes. distinction. Yes. The only like, thing that I agree with about it is like, how many times have you heard a man critique a woman in a feminist way? <laughs> like, I just think that so often it, it goes down like a very slippery slope of like, yikes. Because I will, like, obviously I'm, I don't shy away from critiquing women, Julie Bishop. Um, but there have been times when I have been talking to a man and we have been talking about someone like Julie Bishop and it will be a productive critique session or discussion, but then he'll say something that I'm like, oh, no, 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 no. It's like, like to use a very classic example, if then he's just like, yeah, she's such a bitch. I'd be like, no, that's like reductive in yeah. my opinion. And I think that that is the, that is the valid point to be taken out of this idea that we like, can't let the men see. Yeah, but okay. but I I don't think that's like not letting the men see. I think that's just calling out shit behavior. Well, I think it means like if we don't let the men see, then they won't do that. I think they're going to do it anyway because they've been told that's allowed. Yes, they've been told that's welcome criticism. Yeah, and that it's acceptable to talk about women that way. Mm -hmm. I don't think women have taught them that. Mm -hmm. Okay, go back to your thought about it's um, not men versus women. It's feminist but versus patriarchy does that mean that we should like keep our critiques away from the conservatives the patriarchal people our critiques of feminism yeah should we like keep it if we're going to say instead of saying like don't let the men hear don't let the conservatives hear do you think it's the same or no i just don't think it's possible to keep a secret like this yeah also patriarchy is everything that we live under yes and i i also don't think it's like a person represents patriarchy i think that there's pa patriarchy in all of us so it's almost like an inward fight as well yeah like i have to choose like this is like what we're talking about earlier mm -hmm. you know like i'm not a feminist all the time I, I i don't owe it to myself to make a mistake i actually disagree with that no, that's a really weird thing to say I but it, it doesn't make sense <laughs> um when i think about it but i'd like to call that out but i do think like when i don't do something feminist that's not necessarily patriarchy but sometimes it is so like internalized mm. misogyny is the patriarchy that exists in me yes right so it's like i'm not keeping a secret from myself yeah. i know that some people are representatives that feed into the patriarchy and are symbols of it mm -hmm. but i think that like it's not there is, it is in all of us and it is all around us. So I yeah. don't think there's this ability to like keep the fight a secret. I think they know, and what they attack is quite interesting and often wrong because they lack the nuance because they don't understand the point at all. Yes. I just made a noise. Um, I, I don't know. Now that we're talking about, it, I kind of agree with her point more now because I just How like, do you do that? Because I'm worried that not really, not necessarily, but not about don't let like the men here. I don't agree with that, but like, I just conservatives and like patriarchal people are going to like latch on to critiques. They're going to latch onto this shit. I don't know. It just makes me feel weird. I'm not saying I don't actually think that we should keep it a secret, but I'm just talking about like the validity in that argument. Yeah. Like there are people who I will not critique women who I will not critique publicly we both do it. Women, we will not critique publicly because we know how it will be taken by people who like don't want to take the time to understand what we're saying. But that's because I think that it's not, I, I don't think that's the same because I think that is more about they give more than is worth a critique. Oh, I want to talk about a very, very hated woman now that we've just been like, we don't want to do, but she's not a feminist. Margaret Thatcher. So choice, when I was thinking about it, I was like choice feminism 
is like Margaret Thatcher, in my opinion. Yeah. Because also, like, again, you might be like, she didn't say she was a feminist. But choice feminism, again, as a reminder, is the idea that everything a woman does yeah. is feminist. So choice feminism is Margaret Thatcher. But I still actually do still think it relies on someone claiming they're a feminist. Like if someone's actually like, I'm not a feminist, I hate feminism, I don't think you can then claim it's choice feminism. That's like weirdly. That's their choice to be not feminist. Yeah, I know, but you know what I mean? Like I think there is a distinction. I actually think, even though I did just say that to be um, contrarian, you probably could make that argument. Yeah, of course. That choice feminism is choosing not to be a feminist and that's okay. But those people would really hate that, which is kind of funny. Yeah, that's why I like it. Okay. Tee. Um, so, yeah, Margaret Thatcher, who picked no other women to be in her cabinet with her. And, like, oh, this one's a bit spicy, I suppose. But, like, you know how she was always cooking? Like, she refused to let her husband do really? any of the cooking? Yeah. Hmm. She, like, refused to give up any of the domestic much, labor. I don't know enough about the Thatch stuff. I mean, <laughs> stop Thatch dog. <laughs> <laughs> and I started a fun new thing where she just adds stuff to the end of people's <laughs> names as a the nickname, the handster. Um, uh, yeah, I only knew this from The Crown, but I did look into it when, when it happened. Yeah, everything, every episode of The Crown, I was just like Googling, is it real with, yes. you know, Anne fucking that dude? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Same. Uh, <laughs> in summary, <laughs> what? In summary, I believe choice feminism to not be feminism. In my head, I'm choosing which pizza I'm about to get. Is that feminist? Mm, No. But our pizza choice doesn't have to be feminist, in my opinion. Exactly. Or, oh my God, what if Domino's is like really unethical? Probably is. Yeah. Okay. Much to think about. Hawaiian or pepperoni? Deep pan? (laughs) Always deep pan. Yuck, dude, pen is cursed. No, you're fucking cursed, you're vegan. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. I love vegans. Also, vegan vegan on deep pan is like not vibes. I get that. The flavors are not strong enough to overpower all of the bread. The conclusion, though, is if you get thin and crispy, you're fucking unhinged. That is such a waste. You get like double the pizza with a deeper pan. I think thin and crispy Hawaiian is good, though. Yeah, I get the crunch element, but it's boring. 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 Yeah. If you didn't find us completely insufferable, come back next Wednesday for a new episode. You can also find us on Instagram at Cheek Media Co. or online at cheekmedia.com.au. Yes, that's the one. That's the one. <laughs>